Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bald Move Television. We're the officially unofficial podcast for literally all of television, all of but it. we're continuing to narrow our focus down to Harlots on Hulu. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. Tonight, we're talking about episode 306, where Margaret Wells rides off into the western sunset, apparently, leaving Mar- carnage and wreckage yep. in her wake. That's a weird episode title, but that's what they went with. Yeah, yeah, they could have, <laughs> they, you know, they 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 had just like three hundred five, three hundred four. It was very boring, and mm-hmm. they went really long form. <laughs> um, what do you think of this episode? Um, this was interesting. It it was interesting in like a for the first time ever. I felt like this episode sort of took up more time than it filled it. You know, I I've said this many times on this podcast specifically about the show, but I feel like, you know, the episodes typically are just filled with so much stuff that you're just always fast paced and you're really moving and staying engaged with what is happening. In this episode, I was like, I was thinking that it just kind of kept going on and these things kept compounding in a logical, uh, a logical sense, but also what kind of plot did it move forward how many times did Margaret Wells say goodbye to William North? Uh, this season or last season? No, no, no. I'm talking about this episode. William North, Mr. Young. Oh, just this episode. Lucy, Nancy. Like, was it 17 times? Right, was, it, exactly. was it two-thirds of the running time where she just bounced back and forth between all those parties saying... And a lot of that happened last episode, too? Okay, well, if you're just keeping track on William North, I was just keeping track on how many times she said, like, an officially goodbye, goodbye to Does, Nancy. It, doesn't it feel like they're rolling the season up? Like, does this yeah. have a fourth season? Do you know anything about that? It felt... No, I don't. I don't. Because it feels like... But it like... felt like they were trying to say goodbye to a character that, that they could have said goodbye to last season when they gave her the perfect out yeah. with her being killed. No, I, I guess I, I don't... I Maybe I need to look into this, but I just feel... this feel, starting to feel like uh, the the end. Like, they are bringing so many... If they're going to get uh, Ms. Morton written out, and mm-hmm. they've already said goodbye to... Jessica you know, Brown Finley. Yeah. yeah, and they've kind of wrapped up the major villain um or like severely compromised that i mean and i'm not i'm just not that invested in like emily lacy and her individual torment for being kind of playing both sides her entire life right and having uh lady fitz's main foil come back and the version of her brother the marquesa blaine Mm -hmm. he comes right back to immediately provide the exact same amount of stress and tension to her situation except her daughter's not there and yeah um, and and literally, literally Quigley's we on again, off again redemption plot, like where, I mean, she's got a heart of gold now because she doesn't go through with all of the blackmail. Right. She lost her autonomy and then she lost her family and then her family got lost. And then she went back to her uh, Mrs. May in her old family and... That family inherit or allowed her to inherit Golden Square again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very cyclical right now. Also, I just thought some of the the legal plots were weak. Like the fact that Nancy shot Isaac after he pulled a gun on them, and the fact that she feels so guilty about this and oh how I took a life like that. I didn't buy that coming from that character. I don't understand why all the women were like, oh Nancy, you know Nancy's a murderer. I got to take the murder, mm-hmm. and then. 
they also, these powerful men think they had the Marcus of Blaine by the short curlies because a mistress would testify against him. Like, I, everything feels like it's so much easier than it was in seasons past. And, and, or, all the like intrigue is not as clever and like, Oh my God, this is like one upping. This is one upping that. Oh, I can't believe they went there. It's like, they've done that so much that like now the things they do feel absurd. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you can take down the Marcus of Blaine, the head of the Spartans because someone's mistress for like a very short term who suffered a lot of financial setbacks, who is imminently bribable because she owns a Molly house is going to take down this powerful man and the fact that like, I feel like Knox is kind of an idiot and, and Croft are kind of idiots that they think that that's all going to be possible. Right. Am I, am I miscalculating this? No, I, I agree completely. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, just the whole debate about whether it was bravery or cowardice to shoot Isaac in self-defense. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of don't like personal violence myself, but when someone's got a gun pointed at you and you've got a gun and you shoot him back, like, you know, that that there's open and shut case, Bob. Right. Justified and also, shooting. Also, at the same time, you're perfectly aware that they killed another person and would have killed more other people mm-hmm. that stood in their way and not even in self-defense. And yeah. I did like uh, Ali Khan's uh, immediately reversing the sham marriage, calling on all of his markers and repossessing their shit like. Yeah. As soon as Margaret left in the boat, uh, Lucy, just just as she said, oh, I get to breathe free, Ma, like the floor <laughs> drops out from her. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the kind of favor that we expected early on in the mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. when he came in the picture. But I'm still unclear about their initial relationship and why. Yeah, why she, she was such an easy mark, but then mm-hmm. also like a tough mark. And, and she was out to use Lucy, but I... Yeah, she's just an easy mark herself. I guess, because that's the thing is, like, I feel like that that's the thing Margaret said is, like, you know, you're going to let, you, you're going to le- be, what she said something like, you're you going to be left holding the bag as soon as you gave mm-hmm. her money or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it's literally true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the next four episodes are just going to be the fall of the House of Wells, it seems like. And yeah. if they and at this point if they bring back like if uh how are you going to feel if like the next episode you see uh Margaret paddling frantically back to the shores <laughs> wading up on the beach with her you know then I will assume that Gendry from Game of Thrones is in the boat with her giving her paddling lessons mm-hmm. like that's a lot that's a lot to ask and I no, I'm saying she I, changes her mind like at the last because they flirted with that, like her and Allie, like, oh, she's going to mm-hmm. change her mind and then she's going to go up and tell. It's like they, they really drew this out mm-hmm. like it was a thing where she goes up to Mr. Young. I want to go with you. Oh, you want or you need. And I'm like, oh, is she going to jilt him at the shoreline and run back to William North? Yeah. But I feel like they she's not going to be back this season, which is shocking to me. Yeah. And if she does come back, it's going to be a little bit of Glenn under the dumpster and The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I think that just lends more credence to your point that maybe this is the last season. We've got a few episodes left to deal with this, but uh, this kind of like wheel spinning is bizarre. Yeah. I feel like our reputation as The Undertaker is coming back to bite us again. I mean, that's what I was hesitating to say is that I think that... There's something, there's something that's definitely, what's the opposite of magical? 
uh, mundane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> muggle, muggle-icious. <laughs> something muggle-icious is going to be happening. There's some dark magic afoot here, and we didn't. Mm-hmm. We intentionally, or we did not intentionally make this happen, but. You know, I think that the real nail in the coffin here is the character from Penny Dreadful showing up, the lead vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, not the Rensley Renfield. What's his name? Renfield? The non-Renfield vampire that showed up kind of just sealed the fate that... Mm, he brought the curse with him. He brought the curse with him, and we didn't intend this, guys. I'm so sorry. We genuinely love the show, as we do all shows that we can and, and maybe, like I said, they'll be able to, because I'm still interested. I'm, I still love William North. Mm-hmm. I still like, I want to see Lucy not swing by the gallows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see how Nancy kind of rebuilds her life, but... I don't care about, like, uh, you know, Hal's going to bumble himself into an early grave. Maybe he'll take Emily Lacey with him. I guess I kind of care about Cherry. I don't, I don't, I I don't understand the prince's fascination (laughs) with Kate. Like, it's it's like he's literally, he's never had a, maybe, I mean, maybe this is true for the aristocrat in his position. He's never had a woman, like, excited to have sex with him. Here's the thing is when you watch the prince, I want you to think in your mind right now, you the listener, Mm -hmm. what kind of person are you trying to what kind of person are they trying to convey with the prince there he feels like a less then, mean version of joffrey he's dumb maybe, full of himself they're doing a lot with this character like easy to be manipulated he's doing heavy makeup yes heavy like white with blush lips, lipstick blush, yeah blush. That, and that might be like a status thing but uh-huh. we haven't seen that really being done with any of the other characters characters you do you like do but the, it's you do like the characters the that are fundamentally silly right a Mar- a Mar- the marquess a, a fancy party does kind of the same thing but mm-hmm. it's much more muted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and with this character it's who, who it's, was the charlotte's keeper in episode one the like kind of dandy like it's, it's always the characters you don't take seriously the 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 adulterer guy that's being terrible to harriet this episode like they're the ones that get out the pancake and the kabuki or, makeup also, to that point, they are effeminate type of characters. I don't get that from the prince, but they're definitely coding. I, I, they're they're coding it to be fools for sure. Yeah, or Molly is. boys. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. I, I mean, your confusion is exactly my point. Is that mm. there? There's not really a pinpoint on exactly what type of character it is, which is just um, you don't know whether or not to feel bad about them or to hate them or to love them or mm-hmm. to feel bad for them. Any of those spectrum of emotions you could have. You're not exactly sure where to land with those characters because they could make a turnaround in the next episode. But right now, what we need to know is that Kate is the hero here. Yeah. I guess. I guess. But then she's like, so she gives the prince the risky sailor or whatever that, <laughs> the, that, that the rusty trombone, whatever it is. And. Uh-huh. Uh, she also turns the prince against Lord Blaine, and then Lord Blaine threatens Kate, and then Kate goes to Knox and says, oh, I'm scared of Blaine, and she's like, well, why should I trust you? And she kisses him, and again, not to put a fine point on it, but she is now a harlot, and he takes her... I, I, I really can... I always... I thought that this show was going to try to put these people together, but I thought it was going to be the culmination of a season plot. I didn't know we'd be introduced to a character midway through one episode, and by the end of the episode, they established these two as a love interest. They've had literally one scene together where she drunkenly tried to pick him up and test her filthy talk on him in the middle of a tavern. Like, 
Right. I mean, what the fuck are they doing with the relationships on this show? There used to be a lot of fucking chemistry and there was an evo- meat there was a natural and like evolution. Like you saw Convers- an- like like the thing You think- saw Lucy go from a a girl who's kind of just like serving drinks at her mother's house mm-hmm. or whatever to having her virginity quote unquote sold on the market and then her evolution to learning how to become that kind of woman that you're describing mm-hmm. we already saw that natural progression what do you think of speaking of lucy um you know her and margaret were having a big fight about how margaret ruins everything <laughs> And uh, Quigley comes in the middle of it, is like, oh, you're learning what it is to become a mother. Like, fuck you. I mean, is she really that deluded that she thinks that her and Margaret Wells are the same? I mean, I, Margaret is trying to do a damn fine middle aged lady, Lydia Quigley impersonation, I guess. Like, it's, I, you can see from her perspective, she means well, but like, she means Wells. She means Wells, but, She's also like uh, I forget. Uh, it was William North that said like you just leave wreckage. Like I, I work day and night to try to keep you here to 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 move these Herculean efforts. Like look at Lady Fitz burning her reputation up for this, and you leave behind this wreckage that hurts everyone. And you just keep adding more blood to your hand. And you make all the ter- terrible decisions. It was a really gut punch moment when she goes, "Well, I'm don't worry, I'm leaving." And he's like, "Good," but like. I never thought I'd say this three episodes ago, but like I was kind of on North side there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, get the fuck out of town before someone else dies or before you get hung and bum everybody out even more. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed, I'm speaking as William North. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you noticed, but everyone was doing great before you came along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst that happened to us before you came along was we had a minor arson yeah. that everyone had taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Also, you get before a couple, you returned. You get a couple buckets of activated charcoal, no big deal. Charlotte was alive. Jack mm-hmm. Lively wasn't abducted. Uh... We were having fun back in those days, too. We were having a lot of fun uh, back in those days. A- and everyone misses you, but goddamn. And then That's- Gentleman Jack got stolen right off the streets by yeah. fucking s- slave traders? Yeah, Smash. And they wanted to get what happen in like the first or second episode. Well, see, I think so. You think the, the same people? No, I guess. Oh, so I Same. wasn't. I never made the connection that they like these these people of color were all being snatched. I thought it was just random night ladies. No, I think it's a. It's I a think ring it's of- definitely like a people of color. Wow, they're stealing all the the black people in London. Yeah, I mean, what a fucked up thing. I could there was an interest like when Williams kind of rallying them all together, like you know, like let's let's stay together, don't go out alone. Like how terrifying would that be to be like, ah, uh, I'm living in a place where people can just take me off the streets, and I wake up and I'm in another country, and that's it. Yikes. Uh, yes terrifying it's something that can happen every day here in america too <laughs> yeah i guess that yeah tra- human it, trafficking like that's something we're kind of waking up to in the 20th century that like there's there's places there's, that's happening it happens everywhere it's hmm. more frequent in other countries but it happens everywhere yeah uh some positives it was cute fanny goes from her daughter seeing her selling her wares to heiress of the wells family empire Fanny? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That's super cute. Uh, although it, it, there's the hint of like the cycle starting again because her daughter's going to raise up around this and, you know, mm-hmm. like there's this, 
your best case scenarios that you'll be able to be a bod where you're making some real money but under constant threat from the law. Second best scenario is that we get a super sick remix of the Kitty Carter song. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't want Fanny to die. Uh, the Kitty Carter song doesn't require Fanny to die. Uh, someone's got to die to get the... Are you talking about the the uh, Mary Cooper I guess I was thinking of Mary Cooper. You could do a Car- Kitty Carter remix. Kitty Carter remix. Kitty Carter. Uh, <laughs> see, same amount of syllables. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. But yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Uh, like I liked. Uh, it's, it's also weird because like Margaret said, "Tell the law I killed Isaac. Treasure Kitty. Run the house like Charlotte. Have you wanted you to? Which is all well and good. But then when the law came, Fanny stonewalled him. Like Fanny, when the law came to be like, where's Margaret Wells? She's like, oh, I never heard of her. Like, you know, she's not here. Like, why doesn't she say she was supposed to sell them on the idea that she murdered Isaac so Nancy wouldn't have to go down for it? Although, why does I don't understand why Nancy has to go down for it anyway. I don't either. So I think that Nancy may need to go down if you can sell the law on the idea that Margaret Wells has come back to life, but has also escaped. Yeah, that's that's a fun... But then you'd want to pin it on Margaret. So Nancy <laughs> is the actual culprit, and Margaret can't help but tell everyone mm-hmm. in her radius yeah. at any point point in time that nancy is actually guilty for the crime which she was without even giving any indication that she was doing it in self-defense and it, worse emily lacy like is being extorted by this other harlot who's holding this her you know the, the that's literally the only witness I, I feel like that they're leading us to a situation where emily is going to kill this woman um, either at with Hal's help or maybe with just Hal's going to do it. And then she's, it just seems like her fate is to constantly be morally compromised. And then to kind of like, oh, well, you know, maybe my life is a little bit better off because of it. And then find a fresh new hell. Like this episode, Hal confessing mm-hmm. kind of sort of to the murder of Charlotte. Right. And now she's like, ah. And then I feel like the next, you know, when she she's going to have to give up Nancy, the person who protected her to save her own neck. And I think she's going to do it or she's going to kill a fellow harlot. And you know, how do you come back from that? You don't also, there's oh, another I wonder, thing I wanted to mention. Wouldn't it be okay. Is this a cool concept that might save like, or like help salvage the season. If they establish Emily Lacey as the young Quigley, uh, the heir, the true heir to the Quigley awfulness, as opposed to Lucy, who's kind of like the virtuous one. Hmm. That'd be kind of That's interesting. That's an interesting idea, yeah. Because they are kind of like show, like you know, Emily's always been one of those ones that kind of plays both sides of the fence. Has got some, you know, even more flexible mor- morality from a harlot standpoint, and she just keeps on digging Maybe, herself deeper in this. But the thing. track record of like awfulness, really, the the winner goes to Lucy. Really? Yeah, she killed a man. Well, in self defense, but then she also like. Was very on board with Lord Fallon, and then she was brainwashed. Granted, mm-hmm. but she's got yeah. I'm not saying she's not the best, but like but I, I'm just saying that those things didn't happen to Emily Lacey. Yeah, it Emily would, I, Lacey I, has just always been self-serving, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. It's just rude. <laughs> yeah, but I, it'd be also interesting because I could see because Charles has been in the ice box this whole season, right? 
And he's you know, somewhere. If 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 Quigley ends up dead, Margaret Wells is out of the picture. I could see them building something with like Charles and her operating out of. It's like essentially a soft reboot where you've got it's it's Harlots, the next generation. Right. So. Um. Here's another thing I want to run. William past North you. will grow out a beard in season two. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just it'll be fine. It's fine. <laughs> and that's how you really know this show is back on track. That's right. They grow out the beard. <laughs> what are you saying? Here's another thing I want to run by you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Charlotte Wells is at best, I guess, um, bisexual okay. in her in her leisure time that we've been proven to see. Uh huh. And Nancy's in love with Margaret. So Nancy and Lady Fitz. Yeah, have found comfort in each other's arms. I'm glad you brought that up because I was seeing and that would be a real interesting pairing. Yes, I do I, I'm I'm hoping that some of the people listening can provide some more feedback, and I'm hoping you can right now. Mm-hmm. But I I'm interested in what everyone thinks about that. I would ship that. I'm shipping it so hard because, but and I know it's like it's re- ludicrously matchy matchy and just like oh she likes girls and she likes girls too. The but, only other characters that like girls we're gonna just and they put both them together, love the Wells. No, they both loved this. an emotionally unavailable Wells, and you know it seems very on there. You go. For Nancy then William North Lady falls Fitz. in love with Mister Young. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, oh, and then shit. you just uh, then then you just matchy matchy everybody that way, and and uh, throw throw a double sham marriage to end the season. It's perfect in the series. <laughs> uh, I guess it would be a sham marriage. That's that that's that, that, real, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, just an it, illegal be, marriage. They pin, they they definitely sp- they definitely pay for the extra blue monopoly money. <laughs> certificate that's yes. that'd be true blue that'd Absolutely. be true blue i didn't yeah. mean anything by that other than trying to make a joke <laughs> to the old jim marriage skit we did last episode yikes yeah. sorry Ooh, about that woof. no i'm shipping fitz and nancy i'm shipping young and north fancy. we're gonna call it fancy the the the, the, the <laughs> yorth alliance or the nung definitely yorth well, you're, yours. Yours. you're the yours all the way. Fancy. Oh, Fitz and Nancy, fancy? Yeah, that's what I just Furch. said. <laughs> I just said that. Fancy. <laughs> I said fancy. All right. Let's go with fancy. Yeah, let's go with fancy. You had it in one. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? That's it. All right. Let's uh, go. Let's, let's go into outro mode. If you have some feedback for us, you can send it in to tv at baldmove.com. You can also discuss this uh, with your fellow Harlot fans. Uh, possibly harlots on forums.baldmove.com. We'll be back next week for the uh, whatever the one before the penultimate is. No, yes. we got four more episodes. We've got we've, we've got, got so many more episodes. And if you want to rate us and review us on wherever you rate and review things, then we will treasure it in our muff. <laughs> did you <laughs> see the Did you see the muff? There was there was there there was oh, the Schroeder muff. There was Chekhov's muff here, and they've already had the concept of muff pistol. Uh huh. There, that that's I guess the muff pistol's already killed somebody. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna it come back. It doesn't lessen the impact of treasuring things in your muff, though, right? That's true. Yeah, where else? Because that's treasure what it? I'm just really what I'm trying to sell people on is how much we treasure them in our muff. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week for more harlots. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Cecily. Good night.